0: You know, Zach, I I feel like it's hard to like things some weeks Yeah, no, this week just kind of beat you down, doesn't it? It's been one of those Yeah, but you know what? What? I feel a lot better now Oh, really? Because I've got a nice cold Pepsi Boo In this violent world of ours Yeah, we're going to talk about some
1: major ass-kicking, some fighting, some real, real, real stiff shots
0: yeah almost as stiff as united airlines (laughs) too sweet me (laughs) too sweet too Too sweet sweet. um and yeah i mean hitler pretty bad guy yeah not as bad as jbl though oh god these are the jokes folks The Fight Forever Podcast. I'm Colin. It it's okay. Alright.
1: I feel like you're missing an article there. It's the Fight Forever Podcast. It's the, Fight Forever. You just say Fight Forever podcast.
0: The the It's, the, it's Fight Forever. The T V channel
1: T V. <laughs> Hello, we are inside your ears talking about men
0: who pretend to fight. Yeah. I'm Zach. And I'm I, I said my name, but I'm I'm the small one. That's the small one. The small man. <laughs> That's gonna be my gimmick name. Versus for other guy. I'm I'm small dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boo.
0: This, we go, can we go? This road? is absolutely not my yard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the landlords. It's the landlords. I only rent I mean, it. I just have rent. <laughs> you know.
1: I think they have a. They've got a lawn care
0: company that takes
1: care. I just, you know,
0: I come in, they cheer me for like an hour. I'm just like, it's not my yard. I I didn't do it. I'm not. (laughs) I didn't do anything. Oh, (laughs) thanks for not beating the Undertaker. Colin, can we go one week without making jokes about Roman Reigns? No, No. (laughs) no, we can't. Well, me as the small dog, by the way. Does that mean that Braun Strowman will just come up and just hug me and kiss me? I'm finished with you. <laughs> so, today on Raw, I'll tell you the best thing because this is a week that's like really tough it's to a, like wrestling, and we'll really, get into that later. Yeah, please. You know, um, I guess we should lay down the format of this show. By the way, this week it was all Superstar Shakeup, and if you took a drinking game as to uh, how many times they would say Superstar Shakeup, you probably died of alcohol poisoning or and are not listening to this podcast right now.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, but something, something, something tells me that i wish i would have joined you yes because we have got some stuff to talk about. yes we're
0: gonna we're gonna talk raw and smackdown at once this week uh we'll also talk a little bit of ufc just because there's an interesting little thing there we'll talk some new japan new japan and uh we will have a serious chat with y'all yeah anyway but first
1: we're gonna just cut Um, through the wwe up front yes because this was this is a one note
0: week colin and that note is Superstar shakeup. Yes, and Roman Reigns got his ass beat. Well, that's okay. So, that's fine. So Roman Reigns is having this interview right with Michael Cole, and he's kind of like going face-ish uh, and then suddenly uh, Braun Strowman comes up and then just beats the fuck out of him for like 15 minutes yeah. and flips the
1: fucking ambulance. No, okay, you, you, you
0: okay? All right, like, you're sort of you're you're, you're, you're
1: kind of skipping to the end. Yes, dude. yes. He crashes on him in the middle of the interview, throws him around, beats him around backstage. Throws him into things, into more things, into even more things. On gives him a spear. Strowman like gives him a spear onto some fucking production cases. Yep. Whatever, beats the shit out of him. All this, it's awesome. Roman does the stretcher job, then mm. wheel him out, and then he's like, oh, and he runs away with it. And very clearly, there's his, just a dummy. In the- pulls pulls the pulls the second, uh, pulls out the second stretcher and shoves it off the end of the loading dock. But it's like, oh yep. my god, Roman Reigns was on that. And so they pick up Roman Reigns when he crawled back under the upturned stretcher. And then he yep. punched him some more. And then they put him in the EMT. And in the greatest, my favorite moment of the week, you think everything had settled. Everything's nice and quiet. Mm-hmm. And just like Colin when he yells, kill your dad. Braun Strowman bellows from over our shoulders. I'm
0: not finished <laughs> with you. Ah!
1: Mm-hmm. And he runs it and just punches Roman Reigns. Just punches him, dives into the ambulance, and just pounds him. It's so great! Like the comedic timing was perfect. This is yes. such a great segment. And so he beats the shit out of him, and then closes the doors. And then, in the most preposterous bit of stage work I think I've seen on WWE in a yes. while, he literally pushes the ambulance on. He the flips
0: side. the ambulance truck.
1: Like I'm actually not entirely unconvinced. Adam Scher could do that, like in like a proper strongman context. But watching Braun Strowman do it, it's it crossed well over into well, ridiculous.
0: But it was amazing. But Look. this is Braun Strongman. Braun Strongman. Okay, so the design for that shirt, by the way, the Braun Strongman shirt is is gonna be him lifting, flipping the ambulance, lifting an ambulance yes, with, one hand. with one hand, with a finger. <laughs> it was literally like a ten
1: minute beatdown segment. It was choice. They get that that was smart though. That gets Roman away from getting
0: booed mercilessly for the next yeah. couple of weeks. So other than that, um, Finn Balor may be concussed because he's made of glass. He's made of glass and Jinder Mahal is a dick. He's a dick. Yeah. I mean, he that dude stiffs like a motherfucker. Yeah. So he's in a match with Jinder Mahal um, and Jinder Mahal's whole gimmick is I wear a turban. And I'm very veiny. Like, look at
1: my veins. I'm ridiculously veiny. I'm not yes. roided out. Who are you asking? Hey, fuck you. Why are what? you? You're the one that's angry. You're the one with temper problems. I'm not on steroids. Fuck you. And so
0: then he hits Finn Balor with his fucking forearm. Just as hard as he fucking can And in his Finn ear. Balor got knocked out. Like, his face was over on the other side of his before head. His
1: skull. Yeah, it's one of those where the skin moves before the skull. You know, like, the it's so weird. Like, those yeah. great
0: slow-mo. Oh. and uh yeah and when finn got up from that you could tell that like he didn't even protect his like his face from that like he has fucking burn marks on his face from the canvas yeah no he is fucking out and we'll we'll talk about
1: we'll talk about this because we have a lot about roughhousing yes wrestling.
0: but uh i guess other than that the uh the superstar shakeup it really was a thin oh. week wasn't it oh, what'd you think of it
1: well vince um i can i can kind of tell you just sort of came out last week and just improvised the line like because if you'd really vince vince buddy listen i like what you do but if you'd really thought about this hey maybe let's not move half of our title contenders from one show into the other when we're trying to plan a pay-per-view the postmania pay-per-view like this is weird why is Randy Orton still on SmackDown with Bray Wyatt now on Raw, and maybe the title goes with him, or if it doesn't, you've spoiled the ending. Also, do you know what a House of Horrors match is, Vince? Um, um, uh, Vince, buddy, you got to think. You know what I think? Yeah, fired. Um, I mean, as far as the body of the shakeup, there's some very interesting moves that have been made there. There were some very clearly good and bad moves for people. Um,
0: But, I don't know, overall it was all right. It was, uh, I I don't know, man. Because it's like, okay, so New Day's on SmackDown now. That was sort of lateral, I guess, maybe backwards. It's kind of like, uh, what's her face, Emmalina? Um oh they just get teaser debuts. Yeah, they got they got a teaser debut and then uh, Lana as well. Lana Lena. Yeah, I can't figure out what she she's going to be like a show girl. Here's the thing is that I think that they're going to give the sable thing to her.
1: Yeah, well, because Casimille didn't pan out and exactly. even Maria's gone, so they need like a traditionally beautiful more eye candy less wrestling woman. That's that's going go to be Lana. There's a distinct
0: slot. Yep. That's there. that's Lana. Yeah. Yep. Uh also uh well what, what else happened in that shakeup? Like I'm just here's how I'm doing this by the way. No notes on this. We're just gonna talk about what we remember and if we didn't remember it then it probably wasn't worth remembering.
1: Well uh, Or worth talking about. Bray Wyatt might have a promising feud with Finn Balor if A they decide to let Bray Wyatt do anything interesting or be Finn Balor is healthy
0: can glue him back together in time yeah hey they uh they told me I gotta be on Raw now but I'm still gonna have that House of Horrors match that nobody knows what the fuck that is uh I guess I'll start a feud with Finn Balor even though I'm still feuding with Randy Orton yeah that's right brother hold on I'll oh (laughs) (laughs) yes you got it brother you got it brother (laughs) I wish I could do an Irish accent better he's got a he's got a particular particular dialect of I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to him I I'm gonna get that down you guys listening this captive audience will like one day be like oh he's his Finn Balor impression dead on dead on that's exactly what they said yes (laughs) this captive audience listen
1: (laughs) if you're being held hostage and they're forcing you to listen to this well congratulations welcome to the fan club please don't tell anyone we kidnapped you and made you listen to our show
0: yeah, but if you do happen to be listening, kill your dad. Uh, and kill your dad in the House of Horrors match because I think that's what it's gonna be. It's we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna make Randy Orton kill his dad. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna try to kill Bob Orton,
1: and uh, he's gonna try to kill the IRS man. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um. Yay, wrestling families. Yeah. Uh, nepotism yeah. in action. You know it. Wait, hey! Speaking of nepotism, who, nepotism. What? Speaking of nepotism, Charlotte was on SmackDown. She oh went. yeah!
0: Speaking of daddies who gave them everything. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. That, you know that was my yep. that was my segue, and then yep, yep. This um, is it, it was so nice. We had to do it twice.
0: Good yep. job. <laughs> Go us. <laughs> Woo, Woo! Too, too sweet. sweet. You know, but. Oh man, something just popped in my head. Oh. That like Ric Flair's the ultimate leather daddy because his skin is leather. Yeah. Le- leather yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. He's his he's made of leather and he's a dad. That's that's
1: what that means. That's exactly <laughs> what that phrase means. And has no other yeah No, no, no other no, meaning. Nope. nope, nope.
0: Woo Black Scorpion. Here we go. That's right. Yep. Um, Charlotte's on on SmackDown and uh, Tamina. I want to say,
1: yeah, that was a pretty good reveal. I was trying to figure out where they were going because I was like, she's a second generation star and her father is the Hall of Famer. And you you were there with me. We were watching this. I'm like I'm trying to roll through my head like, okay, who are they going to do? Yep. Is it like, is it like, uh, did they hire what's her face that was from the, did they hire Lacey Von Erich? Or are they bringing up, um, uh, Ellering, Rachel Ellering. I couldn't figure out who it was, and it was Tamina, and I was like, "That's hilarious! Good job." Um, Sammy and Kevin Owens are both on SmackDown, so yep, they they're just destined. They are forever fated to fight forever,
0: fight forever. Yeah, they forever they feud. took the chance a little too literally. Yeah, it's um, good. which uh, they they should have been separated. Nah, it's but whatever. But you know, I I really hope that one day, uh Kevin Owens. You know, after... After, okay, so he's best friends with Sami Zayn for a really long time. And then they have their huge feud. And then he's best friends with Chris Jericho. And then they have their huge feud. And, like, I just want Kevin Owens to have a meaningful relationship that he can sustain. I just... I want that for him.
1: Well, here's the problem, Colin. The only person he likes, the only people he likes is his family. And you can't really have Owen Owens. You can't bring up Owen because he'd have to be Owen Steen. (laughs) he'd have to be Owen Owenstein. then he's some kind of Frankenstein <laughs> monster and then I don't I just don't understand where that
0: angle's going Jesus okay so what else happened nothing um I mean, oh yeah uh fucking uh AJ Styles
1: stayed yeah, that's that news good. that's good Nakamura's good he stayed um who else who went to Raw who went to Raw that we can talk about uh, Alexa Bliss is on Raw and that'll be interesting to see and, uh, and and Somewhere Mickey Miz, James Mickey James and Miz and Dolph Ziggler I mean Dolph Ziggler sorry <laughs> I can't tell them apart
0: Miz and Dean Ambrose oh, I thought that you were gonna say that Maurice and Dolph Ziggler you can't tell apart oh well I mean they're close. I mean their hair is just <laughs> as electric and they're both on their each other's dick so much on the Miz's dick so much right, there, there you go
1: you brought boom. it home eventually boom boom, boom. They both can't wrestle. Oh, uh,
0: Dolph Ziggler can. He gives a hundred and ten percent, especially when he shouldn't. <laughs> like when he's fucking Amy Schumer, and when he's on Twitter. <laughs> can we edit that out? No, no,
1: no. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of whatever. It's fine. There's some stuff. It's cool. All of SmackDown's mid upper mid card went over to Raw, and then they got a whole bunch of nothing. And hey, check it out. Our Smackdown favorites, Kalisto and Abalo Cruz are now on Raw, which means the uh, charismatic charismatic lords will get to return to tag team action. Oh Did I call them the charismatic botchlords?
0: The uncharismatic botch lords, thank saying, you.
1: Is that their is that their heel turn or is that when they get good? <laughs> or is
0: that both? My favorite thing, my favorite memory of Kalisto, by the way, is when they're interviewing him and he goes, Uh, oh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to show my lucha my lucha skills I like give him a you, know, lucha. you know I I gotta I gotta get out there and I gotta go and do the lucha thing <laughs> and then he just runs off he runs off as
1: fast as he can listen I, I can't laugh too hard because I mean I couldn't cut a decent promo right now to save my life much less if I'd been suffering with CTEs <laughs> and then it was winded <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> all right listen it's me oh oh god oh side split oh god it's me and the it's me and the small one we're gonna tag team we're gonna beat together and we're gonna we're gonna beat those guys and we're gonna fight good that's mm. my promo yes yeah. call me i'll send you tapes
0: well and um find aj styles uh, staying on SmackDown, what's nice about that is uh, nothing because they're not putting him up for the WWE title. He's up for the U.S. title.
1: Well? Which, uh Let me put this bug
0: in your ear. Are the mid-card belts going to be important? Maybe they are because the big titles are just going to be reserved for uncharismatic botch lords who don't care s- anymore. Listen,
1: Brock Lesnar isn't coming back for a month, so they was, might as well make the... IC title means something, um, and Randy Orton's gonna go home, and everyone doesn't care about him, so they might as well make the good wrestlers fight for another, uh, different belt. You
0: know? Yeah, that's true.
1: Is there anything else we want to talk about this stupid shakeup, or can we go? I mean, it was very clear that Vince just kind of said, uh, uh, We're gonna shake up in order just to spike ratings. <laughs> okay, so and did not give his writers time to prepare for anything.
0: Uh, so I can just see the scene now. You know, I just they're like, Okay, so uh Okay,
1: alright. Well this is good. We
0: just we just we just
1: wrapped up mania. You know, this is great. We have payback, we have a month, you know, we'll just do a couple of blow off matches, it's great. We'll work something out, it's fine. We're we're whatever you want. The world is your oyster, Vince. I wanna I wanna move people around okay perfect no uh, like yeah we'll do what two drafts that makes sense fuck i mean it's perfect we'll just yes. we'll do it right after mania yeah we just i love we'll, it we'll wrap up what we've got and give us um, six weeks to get stuff going six weeks six weeks mm. Mm.
0: well i'll go out there and i'll make the announcement now yeah
1: okay good perfect no it's great we'll get we'll get working on it we'll, we'll we'll think of a great name you know it'll be it'll be there'll be two drafts yeah supplemental draft i'm sure we can uh you know you know what leave the name to me okay no because so of course you got it i'll come up with. Alright, good. Let me
0: just go out there. Okay, so they're watching from Gorilla. Hey everyone. We're gonna make a uh superstar shakeup. Okay, okay, I've heard worse. I've heard this is fine. We can and move. you know what else? It's happening next week
1: So It'll be great I immediately smash cut to the back of the the, the back of the offices are like on fire, desks are turned over People are wearing ties on their heads, <laughs> shirts ripped off, crushing each other with like office furniture. There's one and guy stuff. who's hanging himself in the back,
0: <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> He's I'm doing a squanching over here, <laughs> doing autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> it's just going to. Vince is like, yes, this is fantastic. So, like, I saw in my dreams. <laughs> This is what I think about every night when I attempt to get hard. <laughs> After I take a pack of Cialis. A pack? A whole pack. I inject a pack of Cialis into my eyeballs. <laughs> That's the only way I could get a boner. I hope that a boner nearly kills him every time he gets one. <laughs> that piece of shit listen
1: it is not fun to make fun of the elderly it's not nice to make fun of the elderly but A that guy's a piece of shit B we love him for it C he looked like death warmed over this week and yes he did B let's think about this honestly guys guys like I know we have a lot of we talk a lot of fun we make a lot of fun jokes on our podcast but listen is there any other way you want to go out think about Mm. it Getting a boner? (laughs) Yeah, your heart's stuck because your boner's too awesome.
0: Well, you know, I've I've often said that if I die, I want to die from being suffocated by tits. Did anyone ask you to offer that up or you just just let people know? I just let people... I just go up to my, like, strangers on the street. I just tell them, hey, I want to die by being choked by tits. I
1: just want to apologize in advance. (laughs) And, um... And just apologize. I'm sorry I, I, to everyone. It's not even just to no, our female listeners. It's just no, to every single person. I don't apologize. I apologize for him. No, don't apologize for me. Don't speak for me. Okay, I don't speak, but I, I apologize
0: for me not speaking and not apologizing for him. I go up to strangers yes. and I say, "I would love to be suffocated by tits." And Hitler wasn't so bad. Hey, where and are I you? love Pepsi. Hey, where are you going? And I only at? fly United. <laughs>
1: And it's not ballet. All right.
0: <laughs> and, it's, huh.
1: and wrestling isn't ballet. All right. Are we done with this SmackDown stuff? The yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's move on. UFC. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. Hey. No. We have. We have to play this music
0: first. Okay. okay. 210. We're not going to spend very much time on this. So, uh. Colin. What? I have
1: a question. Here's everything I know about UFC 210. Okay. A guy. hmm Got bucked naked. Uh-huh. Behind a towel. Uh-huh. Presumably his boss got to see his dick. Right. All right. This guy couldn't make weight. Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Couldn't make weight. He ran into the back mysteriously came back a pound and a half lighter and then made weight. Okay. Fought mm-hmm. and retired a person everyone seemed to like and then cut a heelish promo afterwards. Colin, let me submit to you, Colin. DC, took a big shit. Yes. Took a major dump in a major event. I'm following. Fought and retired a guy that everyone liked. Yes. Is he Roman Reigns? I mean... This is his octagon now. Burn it. Burn it. Do your best, Daniel Cormier, impression.
0: Well, you know, I mean I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. I said
1: DC, not Mike Tyson. <laughs> <sighs> I wanna apologize again, folks. This week has us very distraught. It does. I'm trying to be the worst person I could
0: be no, because
1: I'm I'm listen, I'd be right there with you. i mean, chuckle at this, but I'm 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 getting mm, I'm ready okay. I'm ready I'm getting on this. Just
0: just hold on a second. All so right. so just to give uh, people a little bit a little bit of fight talk here. Let's let's do the big boys talk. You go so, ahead. I'll be right back. So UFC 210. Uh, the card isn't that great. Basically the only thing worth talking about is the Daniel Cormier uh, Anderson fight. Uh, or why, why the fuck did I say Anderson yes. Johnson? Thank Rumble. you. Rumble. So, Daniel Cormier rumble fight, and uh, basically Daniel Cormier, he's a pound and a half over um, at weigh in. Did
1: I just explain this?
0: Hold on, he does the old towel trick. He just gets on a towel. He probably took a dump backstage, and you know, and he lost himself a good pound and some change. Uh, so, way to go, Daniel. He made weight because he was the champ, and they kind of let him have a little bit of leeway. They gave him two hours, and in two minutes, he came back, and it was done. Um. so they have their nice little fight it was kind of nice you know Um, Daniel comes in Uh, you know he starts striking him he thinks that it's going to be a strike fight with Rumble because that's how it usually goes it's really exciting you know this big old light heavyweight and uh, then Rumble unexpectedly just starts wrestling him and Cormier's going what the fuck is this Um, you know you could tell that it was kind of thrown off but not like letting the fight go out of control. He was just kind of confused. Because he's like, why is this guy who normally just kind of kicks and punches trying to wrestle me? Um, and that's when uh, Cormier puts the headlock on him and puts him the fuck to sleep. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much the end of the match. Uh, Rumble gets up eventually and then says, Hey, guys, I'm retiring. Um, Cormier goes to the back and basically delivers uh the speech where he says hey uh i'm pretty much roman reigns man they boo me but you know what who gives a damn because it's my octagon boom did he actually say
1: did he actually mention roman reigns yes he did so did i blow up your entire segment ahead of time pretty much
0: I oh, she told me that <laughs> you want me to edit all this he no no we're leaving it as all is. right good god so, this week so uh yeah, he actually mentioned Roman Reigns and says uh you know, that he watched The Undertaker bout and how the Undertaker retired and he compared it all to that. Um he himself compared it all to that. Also though, the thing looming in the shadows was uh John Jones in the audience with a terrible haircut. <laughs> yes.
1: Question. Yes. I was hoping you were gonna say a Dracula. <laughs>
0: Nosferatu. <laughs> Dracula's hanging in the corner and watching, going, the Daniel Cormier, I want the belt. <laughs> what? Yes. Hey, uh, how come you didn't...
1: How come you did not say when I... The last thing, I, when I was talking about that Dracula, how come you didn't say that was in a question?
0: <laughs> so... Uh, when a man when a man and a woman love each other very much you know what I like about UFC what it still likes
1: to pretend it's not completely written fuck you (laughs) (laughs) I mean fuck you for interrupting me one (laughs) hey look what listen what I've seen some fake ass promotions try to rip off WWE shit especially like right after they do it but fucking UFC brings it to an entire fucking different level doing it literally the week after they just retired The Undertaker
0: yeah hey what
1: if the werewolf had to fight Dracula in the octagon who <laughs> <it>
0: would win <laughs> who do you give uh, the edge to werewolf versus uh, uh, Dracula really yes I
1: think the were I'm just saying the wolfman has got a great ground game I think you're undervaluing <laughs> yeah but I'm sure look Drax has got the strike error and he's got the reach on him it's fine you know what but he's like Dracula can fly <laughs> <laughs> is that
0: legal in UFC uh, you know there are no stipulations against it <laughs>
1: There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't. <laughs> you can't fly. <laughs> like it's fucking
0: Airbud. There is nothing, nothing says <laughs> a dog can't fight in the octagon. <laughs> Dracula versus Airbud. Airbud wins. <laughs> <laughs> that that dog was very good at every sport. Dana White's listening. yeah, no, this is a great idea. He's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> great guys. Wait, Colin. <laughs> what? Can we pretend like it's an elephant?
0: <laughs> What's an elephant? An elephant's in the octagon. Airbuds, an elephant, it's and great. nobody pays attention to it. They're like, don't pay nobody attention to the it. elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and we pay him in peanuts. <laughs> Dana, did you
1: hire an elephant just to make that joke? Nobody pay attention. Nobody pay attention to it. Listen, <laughs> listen. You know what we need to think about doing? What? Let's start making Dana White jokes. 'Cause you want to talk about crazy people ruling over their bizarre combat sports. <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon is a first, but Dana White's a very
0: close whoa. You threw a knee on him, but were both of his hands on the ground? This is a blood sport, but it's not a blood sport, guys. <laughs> hey guys, guys. All right, we gotta take this to the judges.
1: Judges. Do I look like a human thumb? <laughs> mm. <laughs> By
0: unanimous decision. By unanimous decision. <laughs> <laughs> he looks Dana, like a thumb. <laughs> Dana White wins the thumb championship of the world. <laughs> the biggest thumb on the face of the planet. Dana White. Dana, the human thumb, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do more Bruce Buffer. we gotta talk more UFC just because I want to do a Bruce Buffer impression confession time yeah for all my life I
1: got Bruce and Michael Buffer confused because I'm like yeah it was Bruce Buffer he was he was the get ready to rumble guy Uh, he was boxing and all the WCW all the way in the day and then you rebuffed and I was like wait hold on Bruce Michael Michael Buffer what What are we talking about
0: next? New Japan
1: Ready to Rumble.
0: In New Japan. Yeah. Play the music. Cool.
1: All right. Uh, Because we definitely want as many things to talk about that are not WWE this week uh, as we can. Uh, We watched New Japan
0: Pro Wrestling Sakura Genesis live from Sumo Hall. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I feel like watching New Japan because WWE sucked this week. This was, yeah, this is a week
1: keep teasing that guys tease 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 we're gonna get some hot takes later on i'm gonna get worked up <laughs> so we watched core genesis i picked up the highlights and you watched the whole show i'm real proud of you you watched an entire new japan show. i was captivated isn't it there's a lot of good shit in that
0: company top to bottom so um first like i know that this isn't on our show notes that's right i'm totally taking them backstage oh with us. my god
1: what are you doing here i don't have my face on so find out I'm really two children inside a trench coat. How could you? My secret.
0: Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> you stole that joke from Bojack Horseman. I stole that joke from l- a million times.
0: It's yes. been done. <laughs> from all the times. i
1: tie. it's just in the pop culture
0: ether. Yes it is. Um so yeah, I pre-card cool. I know this isn't on the notes, but I kind of want to talk about that comedy Shoot. match. Shoot. Um Oh yeah, okay. So uh so uh, Ishi and Yano uh versus uh fucking omega how much do you want me to explain to this how much do you want me to set all this up set all of it up
1: please okay so pro wrestling <laughs> so back in the day fast forward a little bit tootsmont and wait oh okay they decided they realized they could get more money out of carnivals if they worked their if they faked their matches <laughs> they pre um okay uh so there's a couple of guys in new japan we mm-hmm. all know bullet club mhm all right they were wrestling against a group called Chaos, who were some big faces in New Japan. You have Yano, Toru Yano, who is like... Well, how would you describe him? I mean, we call lots of people a fat piece of shit, but there is no wrestler that better fits the term a fat piece of shit than Toru Yano. <laughs> I mean, he's chubby, he's out of shape, and he cheats constantly, and he's lovable and hilarious for it. Um, and he was teaming with a guy called Ishii, who
0: was just a short, square man. Like he he was, is. If there is somebody who could give Dana White a run in the thumb competition yeah, championship yeah. of the world,
1: yeah. No, he's he's a squat. Like he doesn't have a neck. He's got head stumps, and I'm pretty sure his arms don't like. He can't put his arms at his side. He just kind of like yep, psst, like that. He's like my height, like yeah. five seven. Yeah, and he's just and he's squat, and he's they're amazing. He's a very good wrestler, and they were fighting Bullet Club, and what this turned into is you have um, Kenny Omega and Bad Luck Fale. On one side, Kenny Omega being, again, the six-star best wrestler ever. But here's the difference. Kenny Omega, there are two kinds of Kenny Omegas. He's got an off switch. Well, I mean, he's got two switches. He's got, am I going to be serious WrestleMania or am I going to be funny WrestleMania switch? And how you know, how you know, is he's wearing a t-shirt. It's a funny comedy match. And boy, howdy, it was a funny comedy match. And by
0: the way... Comedy match in a heater. Omega is six-star WrestleMania both. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So...
1: There's one big, serious, strong, take-no-shit guy on each side, and one goofy wrestleman for each. And uh, what proceeded to happen
0: uh, really defied language. So it was just it was human slapstick. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, it it's fantastic. Um, there my favorite spot of that whole thing. I mean, there's gifs of it everywhere of a uh, Omega and Yano pulling each other's hair, and then the referee, who's this old bastard. Yeah. The referee comes up and starts pulling their hair to make them stop. He's like, I'm sick of you, kids.
1: Pull the hair, pull the hair. They stop at the count. They pull the hair, pull the hair again. They won't stop, so Tiger Hattori grabs them, and it's great. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yanu's a fucking scaredy cat. Like, it's it's Looney Tunes. Like, it's mm-hmm. really what it is. There's so much of that. It's so good. It's, it's live yeah. comedy
0: theater. So, uh, once we get beyond uh, all the uh junior uh championships and all that like we we moved past all those tag matches which were great watch it fucking yeah it's never we just a mess. don't have time we're not going um, to do it right now so uh the IWGp tag championship between uh War Machine and uh Tenkozy. Ten uh and we, so, we have
1: sung the praises of War Machine yes. on this show before. Yes, just big, big face paint, face paint, leather like Vikings, Viking stuff. Like yeah, they, and big hoss guys that yep. big should not flip and run that fast.
0: Yeah, and, and they, they were versed versus uh, two old Japanese bastards. Yeah, Kojima and Tenzon. Yeah, and... In the no. And they were, uh, I mean, it was a good match, really back and forth action, but th- War Machine, uh, you know, they were really put over really well by Tenko Z. Yeah, no, it's fucking, there's something great and just exhilarating and universal, but large big
1: guys just throw each other around. It was, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. So cool.
0: And uh, what else was on that card? Um, uh, so there's Zack Saber and uh, Haruki Goto. Yeah. Uh, so I actually kind of skip most of the match because Zack Saber, when he's against a bigger guy who doesn't do flippy doos like he does, it's a little more technical and a little bit more boring. Well, like a lot of abdominal stretches. I love lo-
1: of- I love Zack. Zacky's Zacky's good. Um, but he's kind of a beanpole, and I'm yeah. At a certain point Like I don't know I hate to be like this But it's like Can you just put on A tiny mm. bit more muscles just, like, a, just a little
0: bit Goto is like, his height And looks three times As big as him Well I, I think he's got Like 60 pounds on him Or
1: something Yeah And it's not like Godo's fat It's just like Zach He's Saber. a very average body No Zack Saber's just lean But it's not like Shredded lean He's just like Soft body lean And that's cool Whatever no. Cause he'll stretch His six ways a Sunday But it's like
0: Oh my yeah. god a lot of really cool like slick pins in this one oh, it was just terrifying. a little slow for me it's a little straight well i'm sorry you don't like good
1: wrestling you don't like mm. technical the the sweet science of wrestling mm, yeah I said there with a wine glass and yes this is fantastic mm-hmm, yes uh, it's a good mm, british
0: style <laughs> catch <as> catch can <laughs> yeah go to over it, it it's good i mean watch it um and then the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, uh, which is Shibata versus Okada. Okay, this will be our
1: segue because I have got some thoughts about this, and we've also sung yes. we've sung the praises of Okada here. If you don't watch New Japan, you really should. They're amazing. It's the some of the it is the
0: best wrestling on the planet. So, uh, just to set up how this spot happens. Uh, there's a particular spot that we're going to talk about here. Um, so Okada's finisher is called the Rainmaker. And what it is, is it's a uh, by the wrist lock lariat. Yeah,
1: and he'll pull you in, and he just fucking clotheslines the
0: fuck out of you. And you're yeah supposed to just fall down hard. Some people do flips. You die. Um, yeah, you fall over, and you're unconscious. And um, he attempts this. Uh, Shibata blocks it. Um, beats him down, pulls him up, and then delivers a devastating headbutt. Okay. And, I mean, I, y- this was not enhanced by cameramen who are clapping or yeah, whatever yeah. they do to, you know, make that, you know, no, effect no, no, happen. No, yeah, no one was punching into the mics yeah, here. nobody was helping. So. But you could audibly hear these two skulls meet, and it me was s- a deep thud l- that was not loud. Let me
1: set this let- so whatever. Okada, fancy pretty boy. Shibata, legitimate MMA guy. This dude legitimately hits people. Like people say wrestling's fake. Uh it's scripted. It's not fake, because idiots and I say idiots because I love watching him work, he puts on some devastating matches. Guys like Shibata will literally kick you the fuck out of you. Repeatedly. That's his entire thing. He he he's stiff. Japan is stiff. Shibata's very famous for being stiff he managed to like shrug off a rainmaker which is like one of the most protected moves people don't kick out of it so he like powered through it and again headbutt him square on his fucking head colin this man oh, sorry i oh sorry i'm getting
0: kind of so I'm, uh, this man in the he, thinking about he it. headbutts the shit out of him and then he stands Shibata back headbutts Okada. Yes. let's just yes and He stands back. Okada's on the ground selling it. And Shibata, he gets this trickle of blood running down his forehead, down his nose immediately.
1: They did not fake it. They didn't clap into the, the mics, the ring mics. Shibata did not have time to blade. He literally headbutt a man so hard he broke his skin. Okay, you say that's not a big deal. Sure. Shibata had to go to the hospital after that match. For medical attention, he gave him, gave himself, Shibata gave himself, subdural hematoma. He literally had put words a a so hard, brain bleed. he was bleeding on both sides of his skull. Yep. What are we doing watching this sport, Colin? I don't know. We're bad people. We are bad fucking people. Colin, the fucking savagery. Yep. Oh, and it's, okay, and so, This is it's it's And the way that he
0: sells this, because he is rocked by doing that headbutt, and he still shrugs it off and continues on in the match. For like his brain is bleeding for fucking ten minutes. Yes. It's insane.
1: Like, don't get me wrong, it's very badass in like an action movie. And it's super badass in the way that's like, holy shit, he actually did that. But the problem is he actually did that. Like That happened, dude. A man These guys are killing themselves. Are we? At what point? At what point does so the ethics of being a consumer kick in? And when can I stop giving? When should I stop giving my money to shit
0: like this? That's inhumane. Right. Well, there's kind of a uh, an argument for this. (sighs) Sorry, I'm. I know it's ugh, actually God that me. image has been haunting me all day oh God, just that, the that noise the no, noise of you, it you ugh. um ugh, so I'm here's what to we're me. gonna do uh the, while we're on this note I wanna take a quick break I need to go and, and then and then yeah and then we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna get a little bit more uh serious on this little fight forever thing this week <laughs> This is something uh, very important that we want to talk about uh, this week. Um, I know that everybody is kind of on this subject, and I'm sure that more and more is going to unfold over I, the weekend. I hope
1: so. I hope more, and as well, people should really be talking yes.
0: about this. So there's a lot of media behind this, and uh, first, I want to start at the very beginning. Okay. So, so Toots t- and Pro
1: Wrestling—they <laughs> realized that they could get
0: more money. If to they fast fake forward their a little matches. bit. Moro um, Ronaldo. yes Moro Ronaldo is from a very biased standpoint I, I will say is one of the best uh fight commentators of the postmodern era the po <laughs> wait <laughs> uh. um, so and what I mean by that is in this current era he has called some of the most important matches uh, in boxing, boxing on Showtime. I mean, yeah, this was the guy who called the Manny Pacquiao fight. Yeah. So he's he
1: Pacquiao. He called that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. He he called that, and um, he's you know he's a huge deal. No, he's a big deal. And WWE signed him. Um, you know uh, they brought him in. Well, yeah, a little little over a year. Has it been a yeah. whole year yet? I think it's been a whole year. Um they signed him, they brought him in, and he was unbelievably excited. Uh he has been a lifelong fan yeah. of WWE. Well, okay. Fun factoid. I just
1: realized you know, he got his commentating start in wrestling. Stampede huh? in in Canada, like in the in the oh, early two really? thousands, yeah. He so he got he cut his teeth doing independent pro wrestling and Groot came on to be one of the most acclaimed again commentators worked for companies across the globe whatever he's he's very yes. he has a very particular style but WWE came to him to bring him on because WWE had recently parted with Jim Ross you know one of again you could he was the more he's he's got more historical standing than Morono but one of the biggest names ever in wrestling commentary um again one of the best commentators of all time in any sport. Uh, but they were looking for some outside star power to help tr- while their homegrown talents were sort of trained up. Mm-hmm. And so they brought on Moro olive for a short-term thing. And it was great because he'd never been in WWE, never been wrestling, and be perfect fit. We'll put you on SmackDown. We just had the brand split. We need to give it a new feel. Here we go.
0: Right. And... Um, uh, His style was very polarizing. Uh, I like to think of it as very modern. I know that we joked about it quite a bit because he he's... throws in a lot of very overt uh, pop culture references. But it was
1: fun. We always, we always,
0: you know... It was whenever vulnerable. I give something shit, I mean, I love it. I know that a lot of people felt that it was too overt, but I'm somebody who... It's wrestling. It doesn't need to be subtle, you know? Um, So, you know, he's... He was a huge, huge deal and kind of the voice of SmackDown for a while. For and, the last several months. Yeah, and um these past few weeks he's been missing.
1: Yeah, so the it was the f- the the last bit of bad weather yes. travel in the and, northeast.
0: Yeah, and so you know couldn't make it. a few they, weeks they ago. The weather. Like, yeah, it was about three weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah, they blamed the weather at first. Uh, the next week, they said he was ill. Yeah. Uh, that night on Twitter, he officially announced that he was dealing with horrible issues of depression, which he, he is, has always been an advocate. Yeah. Um, you know for mental health, mental Look health this stuff. Yeah. He's,
1: yeah. he's dealt with manic depression for a while. He's been very outspoken about it. Yes. Him and Boss Rutan on his podcast, and it's, it's not a secret. They knew this going yes. in. Hey, I'm more Ronaldo but I have these things. You know, this is just pre-existing condition it happens
0: yes and um oh and also uh to acknowledge here Moro ronaldo and like in terms of his big deal because i kind of left this out like he won uh commentator of the year well okay we'll get to that we'll get to that
1: yeah we'll explain that so um, he's been gone for a couple of weeks um there's clearly some tension with jbl how much should i set up jbl
0: i mean there's not really a whole lot to set up he's uh well, he was some... a former wrestler well
1: there's some things that need. There's some. There's some particular things we need to say. Yes. JBL has been a long time wrestler since the mid '90s. He's had all kinds of things, but he's been there basically constantly for 20 plus years. Right. Um. Very close in with McMahon. Um. Mm. One of the one of the most senior looked upon in the locker room. Yeah. To the to the newer talent. Um. Again, very tight with Vince McMahon. Um very old-school mindset. We'll explain particularly what old-school wrestling mindset means. But, let's just suffice it to say, JBL, kind of an outspoken individual...
0: Um... I don't know. What else we need to talk about? Well, uh, let's talk about his... Very buddy-buddy with Vince. Yes, very buddy-buddy with Vince. Um, you know, there's been... Sort of abrasive. I mean, let's say that he's... Well, we can also talk about his little history uh with I mean there was the event the first peer uh from backstage was the Blue Meanie, I believe. Well, that wasn't the first one cuz the stuff with Edge
1: would have been before. Okay. Really. Whatever. Old school wrestling, maybe you've heard, maybe you don't. Wrestling is kind of a boys club. Yes. Um so you run around constantly with your coworkers forever, you know, 300 days out of the year barely get to spend time at home all this shit whatever you build kind of a bond it's a weird brotherhood of fraternity whatever it's fine um but it's very old school it's it, it, it literally we talk about carny it comes back goes back to the carnival days and it was all about bilking the marks out of their money and stuff so it's sort of this weird kind of history of being checkered and cutthroat and whatever it's strange um it's very fratty it's a boys club it's a frat house yes um so we get that so they'd, so. they'd rib each other they do all mm-hmm. these things uh, and JBL kind of goes too far he's kind of again depending on who you talk to it's like oh it's just part of that's just what wrestling is it's not melee mm-hmm. it's wrestling but he right. like basically sexually assaults people like he go <laughs> up no <laughs> like okay Edge is in the shower he's wrestling and JBL comes up and just soaps his ass up for him just to like yep. psych him out it's like oh it's a public shower blah 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 and it's like okay whatever um but again it isn't just like sex this weird psychosexual like fucking with people he's yeah. stolen some guy's passports do all kinds of shit uh he literally did beat the fuck out of another worker for perceived yes. slice online beat the fuck out of the blue meanie till he was you want to talk about people bleeding from the forehead yep. bleeding from the forehead because of somebody punched him in the forehead Yes, um, and
0: he's kind of been known for uh, events like that. I mean, and the Blue Meanie, by the way, is a much shorter kind of tubby wrestler who, like, there was no prior beef between no, the two. it was whatever. It was uh, just he didn't like the way he
1: looked. Here's the essential part, though. This has kind of been uh, tacitly supported by management because mm-hmm. this is just how wrestling worked for decades. The boys would go they'd they'd have an issue the boys would work it out like boys do and then it was fine it was all good and it was just things stayed in inside the the little circle right and that's just how it was that's how it always was um so jbl now isn't a wrestler but he's a commentator and he's still very much an agitating irritating yes. bastard who basically has management support to keep being this hazing like we gotta make sure they can hack it. Life on the road,
0: it's not ballet. Right. And he is behind this table with David Otunga and Moro ranallo Yeah. And Tom Phillips.
1: Yeah, but they're not essential to the story. It's basically yes. JBL and Moro. So is a bully. We all know this. People mm-hmm. have written about it forever. Moro apparently kind of broke some kind of backstage protocol and he said, Hey I won the Wrestling Observer's Best Commentator of the Year. Now, Moro is a social media animal. He just talks... People say nice things to you. You say stuff back. You just talk about it. It's whatever. On that same thing, though, that same issue, that magazine, that poll, JBL got worst. Um, Yes. You're not really supposed to mention Observer, apparently, in the locker room. It's just kind of whatever. You don't acknowledge the enthusiast press. But Moro didn't know. And JBL took offense to it.
0: Yes, and I mean he ranted about it. If you um, if you
1: watch, if you listen to Bring It To bring The table. table, where they, it basically just has it's an excuse for JBL to bitch about stuff and let him put the company line out to fans on fan topics on smart discussion topics. Yes. Um. So there's clearly some beef going on between the two. Mm-hmm. And Morrow disappears for a while. And it's like, okay, whatever. But JPL kind of opens his mouth and he's like, well, I made it. Blah, blah, blah. I can't blah, I made it to the show. Everyone in the back makes it to the show. Blah, if he can't, something, whatever, bitch. Again, very old school. These guys, wrestlers, you work hurt. You work sick. You work depressed, whatever. We don't give a fuck. You yes. make your fucking shows.
0: No. Very old school. It's not good. No, there's kind of this treatment that we don't know exactly what happened, and I don't really want to. Uh, you know, I mean, from the story, we can kind of tell what happened, but you know without you know without knowing details without everything like that. Um, Dave Meltzer uh, was told before WrestleMania that Moro Ronaldo is not returning, but he wouldn't necessarily confirm it without ruining uh his relationship with whoever his insider is into yeah wwe backstage affairs um but uh dave meltzer after wrestlemania broke the story and this was a huge deal well um, it sort of came concurrent with
1: Mel- Morrow had been gone for almost a month now yes he was a major announcer um he. Were- he won best commentator well, on Meltzer's he's a big fan publication. He missed his first WrestleMania. They actually hired back Jim Ross, so people were thinking about announce- announcers already, mm-hmm. and it was like it was just this really weird situation. And
0: also around WrestleMania time, uh, Justin Roberts' book put out a book,
1: yes, where he basically acknowledged in detailed lots of JBL throughout handling. the book. Well, it's very clear JBL is like he was always a backstage enforcer type. He's like. They talk about wrestler's court where, mm. you know, whenever people can go back and handle disputes. But
0: to talk about how much this guy is a representation of the company uh, and how much and how they treat him. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, allegations being thrown JBL's way in this. Um, and there hasn't been any comment at all about it. Um, and right now it's garnering mainstream media attention Yeah. Uh, Tuesday night when it started snowballing uh, there were fans who came in to the show with signs that were JBL signs and uh, he had specifically uh, had them ejected Uh, there was one man who was very close with a sign that said JBL bullied me and he was ejected there's photos of him being dragged out of the arena now um with this as well um JBL had blocked uh most of wrestling observer a long time ago most of those guys yeah. um but now he is apparently blocking people who follow both him and Moro
1: yes like he's drilling down to that level everyone that yes. every he's following the there's a hashtag cuz there's always a hashtag But there's a the hashtag fire JBL because we, we've kind of beaten around the bush. It's basically come out that JBL basically bullied Moro and was giving him shit about dealing with his legitimate mental illness and his legitimate issues that were publicly known uh, and giving him being an asshole and fucking with him about it. Hey, let me pick on this fucking nerd because he's too sad to come to work. Like some kind of fucking... Ah, I can't even think. Um, So so this, this basically yes. caught up and it's... This attitude is kind of sanctioned by the company, so mm. he's blocking people online. Um, it's snowballing. People are chanting, we want Morrow and, you know, whatever, fuck you, JBL, at shows. It's getting picked up on basically every sports outlet. I personally, I, me, personally saw netwo- er, uh, articles on Sports Illustrated, New the New York Post, Yahoo, Vice, Deadspin, basically everywhere that covers sports except ESPN which has former WWE eh, personality and thing, Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman, Coachman so whatever you know that's the fix is into the ESPN mm-hmm. but basically everywhere who doesn't have a existing connection with um, WWE has been talking about
0: this and it's blowing up I mean yes and I mean this is gaining a lot of traction we'll see where it goes um, we'll see how this unfolds um, you know there's a few questions here uh, what does this mean for Ronaldo? he'll be fine um, no matter what he's alright uh, even if he lands himself in so, a lawsuit well, you know we still
1: don't have official confirmation of every, anything Morrow has edited all mentions of WWE off of his social media profile yes, that's gone he's still again he wasn't on social media while he was kind of dealing with the worst of his his recent bout of depression, but yes. he has become more active. He's not mentioning anything about that. The only confirmation WWE will give is that Moro Ronalo remains under contract with us until August 2017. So there's like three and a half months left on his contract. Yes, and he's probably not coming back to television. Um, yeah, and you know, Moro, I yeah, will be fine. He's must fucking. He's very claimed. There's plenty of work for him elsewhere. Yeah, plenty.
0: Oh. Uh, you know, WWE has a program uh called Don't Be a Bully, Be a Star. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> oh, be now, a fucking star.
0: Where, you know, will that come to haunt them in this media coverage? One. So, WWE is not very good about being
1: any about being opaque with their uh cause marketing. They're, it's very obvious what they mm-hmm. try to do. Be a no. star, Susan G. Komen, the warrior award. Like. Yes.
0: Now, mm-hmm. you know, the, the hashtag's floating around also. Um, Be a star. The hashtag's floating around, uh, hashtag fire JBL. And what I'm unsure about here is uh, JBL is now a representation and a scapegoat of something that is a much bigger problem having to do uh with this company and their attitude as to how they treat people uh there's numerous reports of you know i mean what they say in in this you know this isn't ballet uh there are performers who Week after week without break 300 and what How many days? 355 <laughs> Like they're off like 10 days of the year Aren't they? It's um, more than that But you know it's, it's Several hundred it's, it's like a, 200 days a year It's a sick schedule And they Do that grueling ass schedule Week after week and if they're injured If they need surgery then they are looked Down upon and punished for it
1: Well okay cause Here's the other thing They're independent contractors. Now, if you understand what an independent contractor is, if you've ever had the fucking misfortune to have to work for freelance, you understand there are certain benefits to it. You make your own hours. You know, you make your own schedule. You don't have to do anything other than the work that they tell you to do. You don't have to, you know, dress code, all that shit, whatever. WWE performers are classified in their payments as independent contractors uh, so they don't have to, so WWE doesn't have to pay for medical bills. Now, here's the problem. We have, if we have, a a team of professional stuntmen and women that we make work weekly shows, you know, 200 days a year and make them do these physical grueling stunts, don't really give them time off. Oh, uh, Ooh, yeah. Hey, maybe let's not pay them to get healthy. How's about that? How do we cut out of that?
0: Yeah. Um, well, and by the way, uh, we've neglected to mention that Linda McMahon, Vince's McMahon's wife, is a member of the Trump cabinet. Who 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 thought of that particular
1: thing? That was basically yes, her innovation. Um, yeah, wrestling is a very weird business. And right now it's in this weird phase where they want people to look at them like a real grown-up professional company where everyone wears suits. And we have outreach charity initiatives, yes. you know, and like tell kids not to be bullies and you know we're talking to the kids here all this shit but it's still run by old carnies
0: i mean i um, i yes. literally use and, and this,
1: this this idea these
0: this is where this culture this is where i'm having a problem because it, you, you say this culture like this isn't just this company. This is all of the companies. You know, when we mentioned New Japan right there with that headbutt, it's like the kind of over-masculine culture that this will yep. uh, eventually bring up, um, that will just rise, is shit like this, where people are injuring themselves and putting themselves in great danger. The one difference with uh, New Japan is that these guys have breaks. Their schedule is not nearly as grueling.
1: The, you know, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make it okay no it doesn't
0: excuse it because
1: you still have like guys like great muda you know are fucked up at their age and they shouldn't be like just as busted as is.
0: and i should mention something uh when i was growing up um you know fifth sixth grade uh this will put an age on me by the way but when i was growing up um i watched wrestling quite a bit um And then, you know, during the Ruthless Aggression era, all that, then Eddie Guerrero died. Um, and that actually made me tune in more. You know, there was, you know, there was kind of this, uh, it it was emotional there for a very long time. Um, and then, uh, was it the following year or was it the year after? Um, What,
1: for Benoit?
0: Yeah. Um... Now I think when it was
1: a year and a half later, because it was
0: I think it was yeah, 05 and oh seven. When that happened, uh I stopped watching. Yeah, it was um, not a good time to watch. Because I mean storylines one, it just wasn't quality T V there for a little bit. Um, There were a lot of stupid angles happening that were just not okay. But uh, then that event happened, and then something was exposed for me. I mean, I was a young kid. I was, what, in 6th or 7th grade? Um, Maybe 8th grade. But, you know, it was... uh, That specific event made me tune out because it exposed something from the backstage having to do with um, how much they abuse their performers and work them into the ground to the point where they're at this breaking point. Oh yeah. Um, you know, because he's not the lone guy to lose his shit and get killed and kill other people in this business.
1: Look up just sometime you feel like getting real depressed. Go look up a list of deceased wrestlers and really look at how old they were when they died. And how? What got them?
0: Just read up on the Von Erichs, Jesus. For a moment,
1: uh, I mean, I maybe you've seen the wrestler. I don't know if you have. It's a great film. That's basically essentially real life. Yes. These busted old guys, you know, are living paycheck to paycheck, trying to make things work. You know, it's this thing. It it this business chews you up and spits you out, and you get like this weird kind of Stockholm syndrome to yes. it because it's a weird. I don't know. It's. I don't know, weird performance, carny world. I keep coming back to carny, because frankly, that's what it fucking is. I mean, it's that's between what they treat Carney their mafia. like. like it's, yeah, these it's guys like,
0: are circus freaks. They yeah. are large men who are ordered to hit each other night after night, and they perform stunts for us. And it's there's this weird code of silence about it all.
1: And yeah, that stuff with Benoit and Eddie... It exposed how they were treating it, but you want to know what it really exposed? It exposed that the fact it took something that public for
0: them to actually start doing these things, like it took. And it's two- only for the aesthetics of it now, though, and that's what makes it worse is that they're only doing it now because it looks better. You know that wellness policy shit? It's a random drug test. Well, there are plenty of these guys who are still probably roided well, up. No, like, yeah, well, and you can tell. Well,
1: Colin, listen. Here's the thing. If I know this that means this this these drug tests are a fucking joke. What you do uh, everyone knows you always get it on raw Monday or Tuesday so what you can do you take your you take your roid shots after television for the week uh, so it passes out of your system before you hit TV the next week. It'll cycle out of your your system in three days give or take. So like they they know ways how to be on roids but not to just miss these tests. Um, and then still be on it. Like it, it's basically large parts of a joke. How many times is Randy Orton? Don't get me started on Randy Orton's best behavior. How many bags? How many of the divas' bags did he shit in? Too many. I'll Too just many. say that it's a fucking boys' club. I don't know. It's in the fact, the fact that JBL who was. Okay, he's entertaining at some points, but he was always just sort of an overbearing, aggressive asshole. Um, A mediocre wrestler at best. Was always accompanying guy, so he got awarded. The fact that he gets to run roughshod um, and be a shithead to fans and everyone who's rightfully pointing out, hey, that dude, Moro, is actually a better fucking commentator than you'll ever be, you hillbilly piece of shit. You know, you fucking...
0: Oh, no. I can't fucking
1: think. I'm just trying not to get too mad. That guy gets to run roughshod and bully the locker room and get okay with it and have the company's tacit permission because, again, it's the culture. This is how it's always been. It's not ballet. Yeah,
0: and like, I guess this is what makes it hard. This is it's weeks like this where if there's too many of them, then we may just go to and, you know, we may just start talking about something else and just drop yeah, this, dude, this business may, completely. This, yeah,
1: this may turn to <laughs> movies or video game conversations yes. a few weeks. Fuck it. We'll talk because, about old wrestling. Back yeah. Back when we can
0: pretend like you didn't. I mean, it still was. <laughs> so. Oh, All yeah, right, we it's can like, pretend. Yeah, we can. Um, But it's weeks like this that make me want to stop watching. And, you know, I know that... I know that in a way it doesn't really hurt them in the long run but uh i want to see how this unfolds i want to see how they handle it now that it's getting big enough that they can't ignore it you know i hope i mean and they may they may just keep ousting people who you know are causing uh problems with jbl um they may just keep Defending him,
1: yeah, you know, don't don't get rid of the problem. Don't get rid of JBL. Nah, Vince likes him. Like,
0: well, because JBL isn't the problem. Vince is the problem.
1: Well, I was gonna say we crack jokes and oh, lovey, lovable, goofy, psycho, crazy old man Vince. Well, you know, he's a fucking fossil. It's, he's he's a Donald
0: per- Trump's friend.
1: He's a, It's a perfect fucking metaphor that that man has a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull on his wall. Because he's a fucking fossil that needs to go. They should be dead. Yep. You know? And I, whatever. It's. It. Uh, WWE wants to pretend like it's more than it is. And wrestling is a very... I don't know very universal thing for a lot of us and there's a lot of great things in it but there's a whole lot of bad stuff and at a certain point you know for every moment where it's so badass like look at Daniel Bryan he fought two people in one night over overcame and won these fucking belts and his he's fucking, his brains are scrambled too hard he can't wrestle anymore without turning in Muhammad Ali he's yeah. probably already too late to avoid that Shibata puts on the the toughest fucking fight looks like a world beater and then headbutts a man so hard his brain starts bleeding like ugh. and then all of this even just watching guys that aren't JBL we could watch 205 live just watching guys who are young dudes who are not shitheads who are cool who just want to get along to get along who mm-hmm. literally and because the old timers will bitch about this Oh, they just play their video games backstage. They don't go out and get drunk and get rowdy. It's like, we can watch cool dudes just do the job and do it safely yeah. and not be assholes.
0: And we're still giving money to support this fucked right. up system. We are. And, you know, and how much do you want to bet that because of uh, Finn Balor's injuries, they're just going to let him go?
1: Well, and how much do you bet if they let him go, he goes right back to Japan and starts getting killed again? Probably. Where do the ethics of consumption come in for you, you know? Like in such a consumer society we live in, especially where everything is so politically twinged right now, the very act of consumption becomes political in and of itself. It's true. At what point, I mean, do you just have to put death of the author at a certain point? And at what certain point is it not just? Oh, I try to respect the work. You know, is, it, is it just a fucking excuse so you don't have to think about your
0: impact? On this is this is something. Um, I was talking to my old acting teacher uh, recently. Um, ran into her at an audition, and um, she's still teaching at my college. Um, and you know, I I asked her how she's doing, and she just kind of laughed. And she just said, "I'm ready for this semester to end." And you know, I kind of laughed with her, and then she just said. It's It gets harder and harder every year. And part of the reason why it gets harder isn't because I get older. It's because this generation gets more and more hopeless. You know, she said we're living in a lost generation. And it's becoming more and more abundantly clear. And you watch things like this to try to forget a lot of horrific shit like the fact that they dropped the mother of all bombs in Afghanistan today you know like <laughs> the, the fact <laughs> that Pepsi made the worst fucking commercial <laughs> the fact that United beats the shit out of their customers the fact that Sean Spicer said even Hitler wasn't that bad that wasn't as said bad that as sentence yeah yeah you know that's and
1: Vince's wife is in the fucking White House Vince this,
0: McMahon's wife is in the White House. These
1: people run our entertainment and run the fucking country. And and what does she run? She runs small business small business administration so other people can get bilked out of paying health insurance to their fucking employees. Fuck. I just want to watch some guys pretend to fight. That's all I want to do. And I, I don't do. want them to get hurt. I would be fine. I would pay more. I would pay more money for an expensive network, so those guys got fucking healthcare. Okay, I would be fine if guys I liked got to spend three months off every year to fucking heal right. up. You know, like, it's like it, you don't, you don't. People aren't fucking gears; they aren't assets to be used up. They're fucking people. You fucking respect them. There, and
0: and maybe it's just who we are, and you know, maybe there there's somebody gonna listen to this, you know, down the line or whatever, and say, you know. Here's the thing: is altruism isn't lost on me. Shit like this, y- you know, I'm willing to fork over more for everyone. Period. To have healthcare. Yeah, seriously. Please, please, just take it. Maybe
1: we're whatever. We're weirdos. We're fucking diehard liberals in Texas. So, what do you
0: do? Who watch wrestling?
1: Who watch wrestling?
0: <laughs> you know, and 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 I guess that's that's the thing. You know, I I'm struggling right now coming to grips with uh this industry and how they treat performers because there is a right way to be a stuntman i know i'm an actor these guys are just actors who paid get paid to get concussed for a living no they they get paid to just be a little bit more physical and perform only stage combat Night after night. That's all. That's the only difference between what I do. I get paid to sing. They get paid to fake punch each other. That's the difference.
1: Colin, are you going to announce you're going? Are you are you are you going to become a wrestler? Do you have something you want to announce right now? No. Damn it.
0: I want health insurance. (laughs) That's why I join the union. That's right, a union. Satan, Satan, get
1: out. Be gone, demon. Oh, don't we worry. Don't I, that after this
0: administration, that union's going to become useless anyway.
1: Ah, but, that's right. Then everything will be Uber and we'll all live on the gig economy. <laughs> anyway, fuck Whatever. It. This has been fight forever. Uh, I'm sorry to end it on such a dour fucking note, but this week kind of sucked. Yeah. Go watch New Japan and just, uh, I don't know. Watch one where Shabbat doesn't headbutt Amanda Dev. Yeah. Or, you know what? Don't watch. Play video games. Yeah, don't watch this. Go outside, do something. Go else. read a lovely book. You know, something where nice things happen, because this has been a fucked up week. And everything. It's been fucked up times, period. Anyways, thanks for listening. We're Fight Forever. Uh, We'll be in better spirits next week, I'm sure. I hope. Kill your dad, not yourself. This is Colin. Yeah, great. This is Zach. Um, Vince McMahon, they're going to be cute burglars. Uh, If you like what we're doing, leave a comment, a five-star review on iTunes. You know how this works. Mm -hmm. I want to thank the people who have left some so far. Y'all are wonderful, very generous. We love to hear from the fans. If you like what we're doing, we're on Facebook at Fight Forever Pod. We're on Twitter, but we don't use it, so you can DM us there. But and sliding our DMs wagga wagga and me vagina. <laughs> is this what you want from us? Uh, um uh, the music we've been playing has been from Mo Goodley. That's uh, great, I love it. Thanks, Vince. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Just guys um, take take care of each other. Yeah. Don't hug, hug your dick. Hug your grandma. Call call your parents, tell them you love them. Don't kill your dad. You know what? You know, whatever. If you have to, at least make it a murder series.
0: Just maim him. Well, hmm.
1: Listen. If you're going to kill your dad, make it awesome.
0: Here's the music.